0: Ryan, I hope you're all doing great. Thank you guys for continuing to support the Just Working It Out series. And to continue that series, I have one of my favorite people on the planet on today. Alex, how are you doing today, man? Good. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing great. I'm excited to chat it up. You know, we haven't been able to catch up lately. Work's just been crazy for both of us. So it'll be nice to uh, just shoot the shit and see where it goes. But as a little icebreaker, I do want to ask, and I think we've talked about this probably before on the regular It Just Works episodes. But for people who don't know you, like what is your favorite game or franchise? Uh
1: well, would, from the other ones, we would all know it's uh Morrowind or Daggerfall, uh the Elder Scrolls series, and then uh the MMO series, uh I'd say Ashron's Call. came out right after Everquest and I got it working again.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh Yes, people should know by now for sure if they've been listening to all the episodes that Morrowind and Daggerfall are up there, uh, you know, with the Elder Scrolls franchise. So I can't remember if we've also had this on here, but just another one to get people familiar with you. And when it comes to entertainment, Uh, what is your favorite movie of all time? If you have a specific one?
1: Oh, probably be. Uh, I love the thing or the Lord of the Rings trilogies. Yeah. I think uh, we, I, I
0: think that's what we established, right. Is like trilogies for sure. It's Lord of the Rings takes the cake.
1: Yeah. But I'd say probably John Carpenter's the thing.
0: Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty shocking. Uh, what about that movie? Like really pops out for you.
1: Oh, it's just uh story and the practical effects. Um, like it's almost, it's a 40 year anniversary, uh, June 19th, uh, father's day. So I'm probably going to take my dad out to it because uh, he loves that movie as well. That's awesome. but but the practical effects, uh, you know, scared the shit out of me as a child. <laughs> uh, it, it's like more terrifying than CGI because it looks, you know, kind of realistic. Yeah, um,
0: you know, for when it came out, it looked so real. Yeah, yeah. It's just
1: if you haven't seen it, go watch it.
0: I think it's I've only a, seen it once.
1: Yeah, it's not a, a cheesy old. Uh, horror flick. It's like very well done. It's like up there with The Shining.
0: Oof, that's that's a good it's good comparison. Now the thing is about like an alien, isn't it? Right? Or yeah,
1: yeah. So, spoiler alert: you're forty years late. uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the alien uh, crashes in the uh, Antarctic, and then a Norwegian base finds the alien, and it busts out, and then it um destroys that base, and they there's a a dog, a little Husky running towards the American base and uh, Norwegians are shooting at it with helicopters and um, the Americans fucking <laughs> blow up the uh, helicopter for the Norwegians and take the dog in. And that was the biggest mistake of their life. And then uh, they got to find out who's the thing.
0: Damn. I need to watch it again. I, I know I've seen it before. I just, it's been a really long time. So um, I'll definitely have to check it out again but that's awesome that you're gonna take your dad to that that's really cool and I'm sure he'll appreciate that um well aside from that you know I think those are good icebreakers for people to get to know like where you sit with entertainment but uh, you know how's your week been so far you know with work and god God knows everything else I know we kind of touched on it on the phone at the beginning of the week
1: pretty good uh, had one of my trainees finally pass his uh pesticide test. so uh, F- FYI'm a pest control worker and manager and uh, so I finally got a person out there for the sales team to start doing start. So I'm off of them and that's one less job I have to do.
0: <laughs> nice. No, that's awesome, man. Cause I know we were kind of talking about that and just, just how busy and hectic it's been, you know, you've been having to drive pretty much everywhere. It's, it's been nuts. Now you also had, you know, some people applying, you know, do those applications go through or are you still waiting to do those interviews? Uh, I've done
1: one interview and I've had 14 applicants in the past uh, two weeks for setting up interviews and they all canceled.
0: Oh shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that would probably mean that they're applying at other places too and had the opportunity somewhere else. Right. I mean, uh,
1: yeah. That, and um, a lot. Of, I don't want to say this, but it's hit or miss, but a lot of people don't want to work and it's uh, definitely the uh, people's market right now. So you can, you can job hunt uh, for what you like. And if the company is not offering what you want, you can, you can sit for a while yeah. and wait on that, um,
0: that job you want. That's kind of, you know, you don't know this yet, but you know, me and Eric recorded an episode that just came out today as we're recording this. Um, and he was kind of talking about that too. Just like people just don't really seem to want to work or, you know, um, like you said, they can just really job hunt for what they really want. So, Well, hopefully you're able to, you know, get the rest of the help that you need so you can have that support and actually, you know, take a deep breath here one, you know, soon. Um, How's everything else been besides work? You know, I know you got a little farmhouse basically going on, you know, (laughs) with your, with your uh, pets and whatnot. Yeah. um, My wife, uh, she's got
1: two fosters right now or three fosters, a mama and two babies um, and they're about to leave and go get adopted uh they're they're cute little sons of bitches yeah Uh, yeah they the mom is like black fluffy tail and she sounds like a smoker when she meows (laughs) um and the two little shitheads uh they they look like a bobcat because they don't have a tail they just have a stub okay but they're psychotic yeah you can hear them rearranging the room in the night
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every time, uh, you know, cause obviously you guys foster, you know, cats and whatnot and kittens, every time you guys are talking about, it, I'm like, damn, I really need to go get one. They just, they sound so adorable and just, you know, like you said, chaotic, but it's like for me, you know, w- you know, once a cat like gets older, it's kind of just like, eh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about that with like Rambo and Valerie? Uh,
1: as opposed know, to when they were
0: kittens, I, I mean, they're cute as kittens, but, um,
1: Cuteness doesn't always make up for the shitheadness. <laughs> <laughs> that's I like true. The, I like the calmer cats. Um, you know, I like their, you know, five minutes burst of energy a day, and then yeah. they're like, "All right, that does enough for me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You just laughs> it's, see t- it's time to sleep for twenty three <laughs> hours of <and> fifty five minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and then how's uh Bjorn and Athena doing? You know, I know at the beginning of the week we were talking about them. Sound like they're doing pretty good.
1: Doing good. Yeah. Bjorn's, uh, my, my lab, uh, and he's just a dumb box of rocks you know, He's <laughs> shaking me here confetti going all around in his head. But, um, uh, yeah, I think he's super smart. She's getting better. Uh, my wife's been doing a lot of uh, training with them with uh, other trainers and taking them to agility and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're going to set up an agility course in the backyard for them. So they, can tire out i got a german shepherd and she's not a great dane we found that out yeah yeah she's a great pyrenees
0: oh mm-hmm. i never even heard of that species or kind of yeah dumb.
1: so it's a kind of a, a guard catalog
0: but uh oh okay i'm sorry i'm looking it up as we're talking how's okay. your little little one Luna. Yeah. Luna, you know, um, kind of talked about it a little bit on, maybe it just works, but I have it on the working it out. Um, yeah. So I quote unquote rescued her last year towards the end of August, you know, my grandma, you know, she's, you know, she's alone at the house, you know, if I'm not there. So, you know, I wanted to get her a dog for her birthday. Cause her birthday is September 6th. <laughs> no, it's ninth. Damn it. I'm always forgetting my family's birthdays because Chris is September 1st, Eric's September 9th, and then she's the sixth. I don't know. One of them. Anyway, so yeah, you know, she was on a trip visiting her family in Oklahoma, and I got the dog while she was gone. And then the day she came back was when I was able to pick up the dog from the pound. So yeah, Luna has been with us since then. She's a uh, cream colored, you know, coated chihuahua. Uh, she's got an amazing personality. She she will bark at you for two seconds and then just want to love you forever uh, you know, I, I, love dogs a lot. I love cats too, but the dogs have always been in our family. And then, you know, my grandma didn't want like any mid size or larger size dogs than that. So she's just not a fan of them, which is fine. So yeah, I've just found Luna and I literally went to go see her. I think, I think honestly the day or the day after she was in the pound, like, or the shelter, sorry. Um, so I got her very quick. And then I remember like meeting her, you know, obviously at the shelter and like, just, the guy walking her out and then her looking at me and then just immediately jumping on me, like not even scared to like, you know, be loving. And I was like, yeah, this is it. So my uh, grandma wanted to name any kind of dog that she got Luna, wh- whatever her next one was, she wanted it to be called Luna, you know, like this, the moon. Um, yeah. So she's a, she's an amazing dog. Everyone in the family loves her for the most part. Um, my oldest brother, Chris and Eric, you know, my brothers, they, they don't really care about her cause they just don't care about you always. But you know, still like you know pet her and you know obviously they're nice to her um she's great with the kids so she's great with all my nephews and then my my niece is just too small to be hanging out with her but she's great with all my nephews and it's just funny because like we'll all be hanging out as a family and like at the table or whatever and then you know the kids will be running around you just see luna basically babysitting them like just watching them (laughs) um i'm very proud of the dog too though because like when i play with her like i kind of let her I don't know if you're supposed to or not, but I let her bite me as a joke, you know, when we're toying around, but she's, she doesn't do it to anyone else. She doesn't bite anybody else. She just knows that to just do that with me. And obviously I watch her when she plays with the kids. Cause they, you know, obviously the kids get a little rough, um, you know, cause they're just having fun. They don't know any better. Uh, she's very good at, you know, being uh, reserved in her actions towards the kids. And I just think that's a testament to like the dog and her amazing personality so no, I, I love her to death. She's doing great. She's huge. Um, I feel like for a chihuahua, she's big. She's mm. only 14 pounds, but um, I just think like her size is interesting for her for her species. So nah, man, she's doing great. Uh, I love her so much. She's a good dog. She's a, good. Yeah, she's a little shit, but she's good. Um everything else has been pretty good. Uh just went and saw you Know Top Gun this weekend, you know, people are gonna be hearing this a week from now, but uh yeah, I saw Top Gun this weekend and it's literally one of the best sequels ever made in cinema. I don't know how they pulled it off, but they fucking did. <laughs> uh so that was cool. And then, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because I actually didn't even think you'd be able to make time for this, so I, I think it's amazing that you did. And we're not gonna necessarily jump into spoilers with this, so we'll we'll go ahead and just get into it. But uh Obi-Wan, man, like what what were your thoughts on like you did watch both episodes, by the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I have a funny story real quick. I just remembered it right now. So Jarrett was visiting this weekend. He was down here this weekend. And he came over on Saturday morning. We're all eating breakfast and talking about Obi-Wan. Cause he said he watched it. And I started talking about something that happens in episode two. And he's like, What? Like, what what do you mean that this person said this and he realized this? And I'm like, You didn't. I thought you said you watched it. And he's like, I mean, yeah, I watched episode one. I'm like, dude, there's literally two episodes. It literally says when you open, he's going to be so mad because he listens to every episode I release. But I was like, it literally says when you open Disney plus part one and two available now. And he didn't watch episode two with his dad. He, they just watched episode one. I'm like, Jerry, you're so fucking stupid, but <laughs> so basically Alex, you know, cause you've watched it. I basically spoiled the ending like moment to him. That was pretty badass actually. So that was great. Um, but yeah, you know, back to you, like what, what were your thoughts on this series so far? And like, what were you hoping for before you started watching it? If anything at all,
1: I liked it. And I liked the recap in the beginning uh, that they did. So yes. like, cause Megan doesn't even remember watching the first three movies. Um, so kind of helped her out. And then, uh, but she, she liked it a lot more than, mandalorian and spy kids
0: 3.0 interesting okay okay i mean mandalorian is pretty solid i'm so well i mean it's not for everybody obviously spy kids 3.0 is that boba fett yeah (laughs) what the fuck um all right yeah no i i agree like that recap was super badass obviously we didn't need it because we've we've seen them enough but for other people out there I mean, it's, it's gotta be incredible to see that recap and it kind of built the stakes up to, to like what we're going to, you know, hopefully experience in the show itself. Um, but yeah, like upon watching like the two episodes, like how did you, how did you feel about it? Uh, I liked
1: it. And then, um, I also didn't like it. I feel like it's going down the whole kind of Luke route, uh, again, with they, uh, the sequel
0: sequels, like how they ruined a character?
1: Uh, no, not really ruined, but like Cause, how, cause
0: how you how can Luke be vague. Was. By the way, yeah, you you can still like say it without saying it. I don't think we're going to spoil anything for people. Yeah, like you know how
1: Luke is in uh, what episode? night. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it kind of gave me that kind of vibe, uh, you know, with him being that way all lost
0: wow okay well no the only reason why i say that obviously you're entitled to your opinion of course but i actually didn't feel that way at all like i felt like it really shows how fucked up he is uh, because of everything that happened you know from episode three with like all the jedi being murdered him literally having to almost kill his you know what he felt like was a brother to him uh and like you know because when you play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis is, you know, trying to rebuild his strength with a force. So it's really Mm -hmm. cool that, like, to see him in the state that he's in, you know, 10 years later. um, I don't... I would just say, like, I don't think it's going down that route with him, but there's other things in the show that make me feel like it's the whole, like, sequel-era writing, you know, with a certain Inquisitor that's Mm -hmm. bothering the fuck out of me. Eric thinks, uh, you know, because he watched he watched uh both episodes with us on saturday and he thinks that i may be looking too into it but like i think reva is just a terrible character i just mm. she's so aggressive and over the top it's ridiculous you know what did you think of her
1: yeah i thought she was a little zealous but you know the dark side corrupts <laughs> yeah and then uh, there's a oh go ahead good ahead. uh i don't know it just uh
0: with the other uh i'm trying to be vague here no me too man it's it's so hard to like because there's a certain character who's in the show a young one who they didn't advertise which i actually think it's badass i just think there's a certain couple chase moments that are really rough
1: yeah yeah that's definitely given off uh Disney vibes.
0: (laughs) So So bad. I'm like, okay, guys. Like I I don't know. Like I know you don't well, you know the force is strong with them. That's true. (laughs) I wish everyone could see your face, this smug face. It's so perfect. Uh you don't have a TikTok, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's been a bunch of TikToks that have come out over the weekend of people recreating those scenes. (laughs) And it's so bad. You Uh, know, Obi Wan or that certain chase scene.
1: Uh, it, it felt like, uh, you know, Herbert the pervert with Chris.
0: Oh my God. Get
1: your fat ass over you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just felt like you could have put like Looney Tunes music on or something. Like it was, it was or, pretty rough. Uh, or the Benny Hill song. Yes. You, you can't go wrong with the Benny <laughs> Hill theme song. Yeah, so are you excited to see how this all plays out or are you just kind of like, eh, I'll watch it? Yeah, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll watch it. Uh, let's, we'll see how well it goes. Uh, you know, first, first two episodes, I'd say, you know, seven out of ten. I agree, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, we'll see how Obi-Wan uh, develops and grows from this.
0: Yeah, I, I won't lie, it's really hard because we're, used to being able to, I mean, used to just talking about it, not caring about spoilers, but you know, it's just so new. I'm, you know, I'm trying to give people at least, you know, a week. I usually try to give everyone a week before I start talking about, you know, spoilers. I think you get a week in my opinion. And then we go from there. Uh, speaking of something though, that we also probably don't want to ruin for anyone because uh, I just think it would suck if I did, but yeah, stranger things. Um, I forgot that you watched this show, you know, you have in the past, uh, so when it came to like stranger things, when it came out, was it something that you jumped on right away or is it something that you're like, Oh, cool. Like I'll check that out later. Cause for me, it was like, this is the shit. Like, I'm really glad that they did this. Like the first season. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to talk about the show itself before we dive into like, you know, th- this new season volume one. Oh well,
1: yeah. I think we watched it right away. Cause you know, I'm into D and D so, you know, that. added an aspect to it but yeah i I liked it um this season so far was a lot better than the third one i'd say i don't know i would have to go back and watch the all the seasons to kind of rank them individually it's been a long time since i watched season one and two
0: seriously um I, I do think this one is better because I finished it last night myself. I do think it's better than season three. I just I think uh I think uh, I could I can kind of say it without saying it, but like I think Eleven's like whole storyline in this season sucks ass. Like I really mm-hmm. hated it. However, for anyone listening, without obviously spoiling it, it did pay off pretty well, though, I would say. Like the ultimate, you know the climax of these moments that she's enduring you know um i would say the payoff is pretty good
1: i just don't like the whole split thing um like yes they're trying to tell two i I feel like they're trying to tell too many stories at once
0: yeah it's like four or five yeah
1: yeah because like if you're like go grab a water
0: or pop and then you're like oh fuck what's going on with this character (laughs) yeah oh shit we're somewhere else now like yeah it's uh dude it's kind of a lot and that's that was like the other issue i had is there's just there's there's too much going on um it's all good it's just it's just a lot and it's like eh, you know maybe we need to start killing people off because now there's just too many main characters now Mm -hmm. um and then you keep on adding more (laughs) yeah you keep on adding more as well yeah because we gotta we definitely have at least Three I can think of that are probably going to be around for a while unless they die, you know, mm-hmm. in the next uh season. Um I will say though, I do feel like the season's pretty dark for what it is, or like has more horror elements in it, um, you know, or thriller elements. And yeah. I really wasn't expecting that at all. So, you know, um, you know, so would you say that like the season kind of like, you know took you by surprise. Like you actually enjoyed it way more than you thought you would. Cause I know I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's that,
1: um, too many timelines,
0: (laughs) too many timelines. And some of the more stuff that gets revealed to us throughout the season makes you go, well, okay, that's a lot, you know, with a certain, um, Yeah, I can't even talk about it without spoiling it. And I really don't want to spoil Stranger Things because, you know, I feel like if you get that spoiled, then it's like, what's the point of watching it? Pretty much. Uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah. Snape kills Dumbledore. God damn it. Uh, No, I just I thought it was really good. I'm glad I watched it for whatever reason. I wasn't like worried about when I got around to it. And then uh, Saturday, Saturday night, I put on episode one. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot. This is why I like the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of new characters that are annoying as shit, too. Um, definitely the California guy. Um, but, you know, we'll have, we'll have to see uh, volume two of or, yeah, volume two of season four comes out July 1st. So it's like it's not even that far away because I was finishing it last night. I'm like, fuck, do I have to wait a year before the rest of this comes out? I'm like, oh, no, it says July 1st. Fuck yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. And then uh, I think you also said you watched Doctor Strange or? Yeah, we watched it yesterday. So we can go to full spoilers on that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about it. What do you think? I I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, uh, Necronomicon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Bruce, Campbell's in Bruce it. fucking Campbell, yeah. <laughs> um, the reason why I was so happy to ask you like, what do you think of it? And we, you know, we can definitely talk about spoilers for this. Uh, like Wanda didn't bother you at all with like her resolve, essentially like her, her motive to do everything she's doing to bring back kids that she made up, like sure they might exist in the multiverse, but in our universe, the, the MCU universe, whatever they they're not real.
1: Yeah. It didn't make too much sense because at the end of what Wanda, Wanda vision. Yeah. Uh, she kind of like, you know, kind of got over it.
0: She accepted it.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 But like going through that length just to uh, get your kids a little bit much. And there's there's certain scenes like when they're um, running through the tunnels, and they just like stop.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The tunnel scene was pretty bad.
1: But that's like
0: totally Sam Raimi, so like, yeah, expected it. That's kind of how I took it too, to be honest with you. But the reason why I ask about like Wanda, because I think the movie is pretty good for what it is. I just, I just think Wanda's motivation and and what she does to succeed in her plans is so fucking overboard over something that's all her fault. Like, no one told her she had a date, a humanoid you know, vision who's going to die. Cause he has a fucking infinity stone in his head. And Thanos said, fuck you. Um, but also like, she made these kids up, like we said, and and you are right. Like at the end of one division, she kind of accepted, you know, what she had done and, and the scope of what had been done. So to like, just seeing this, you know, obviously she's being taken over by the dark hold and it's corrupting her. I totally get that. But it's like the amount of people who die just for her to, at the end, Go, oh my God, I can't believe what I've done. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. I don't know. It bothers me quite a bit, actually. I I think I'm like the only one, though. Yeah, and then Mr.
1: Fantastic telling them, telling Wanda her, his master plan. Like, oh, okay. I'll just (laughs) kill Mr. Tonal Fork.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I knew they were going to die. Like, I totally understood that. And I think that's fine. But like, the way they go about it, I thought was so just. So stupid. Yeah. Like they were so overly arrogant. It was pretty annoying. Yeah. And then I think Captain, it was just a waste. Yeah. Yeah. Then Captain Marvel die
1: into like some stone when we saw Captain Marvel and uh the Infinity Wars or Endgame uh fucking blast through a giant alien
0: ship. <laughs> Damn, I didn't think about that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you always do this. Every time we talk about something, you bring up something. I'm like, fuck, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. And then I thought like I thought the Captain Carter fight was cool. I just I just think they died too fast, you know? Um, I kinda wish they actually put in some effort into like creating more of a fight scene and then I'm still okay with them all dying. It's just just the just this the quickness to it was just way too much for me. I hated yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Uh did the director from Spy Kids have any play in this movie? What is up with you and Spy Kids? <laughs> Because uh, I think he designed fucking Professor X's goddamn wheelchair.
0: <laughs> Whoa, dude! They're just trying to uh, you know recreate the '90s cartoon. Did you ever watch it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does look like it could be from fucking Spy Kids. <laughs> 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 fucking Spy Kids, man! I remember watching that back in the day. I don't oh. know why they
1: just did do the original. Uh, you know, Professor X from the movies. Like they probably have you know, five hundred props. Of wheelchairs for him
0: Let's True see. It's got to be new Well they wanted to Because it's like You know Because of the multiverse And it's a different universe They wanted to just You know Show some love to the 90s cartoon Because you know You might not have Catched it yesterday But when he You know Rolls up Wheels up Hovers up Whatever it is They play like the The cartoon's theme song Like there's a, mm-hmm. there's a slight, There's a couple notes From the theme song So I think they're just Trying to pay homage To the cartoon Um you know, I thought Mr. Fantastic looked great. I thought I thought it was cool seeing Black Bolt. I keep wanting to say Black Adam for some reason. Uh, Black Bolt was pretty cool, actually. And is the same actor from the, the failed Inhumans TV show that, mm-hmm. that they had. Um, I just think uh, Monica Rambeau is annoying as fuck, too. Or not Monica. I forgot her mom's name. But Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. I don't know. I love the movie. I sound like I'm shitting on it. But I just think like there's some things that they've been doing in these Marvel movies, like even the Spider Man movie. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. I just think like this idea that everyone forgets who he is is just fucking stupid. And I just think there's decisions that they're making now that are like pointless, I guess. But the more they keep making movies, the more I go, I think we should have just ended with Endgame. Yeah. Um, That's kind of where I'm at with Marvel right now. But I do think The Moon Knight tv show is pretty damn good did you happen to watch that i can't remember mm-hmm. watched okay. all of it yeah i love moon Knight. yeah i thought that was amazing you know where are uh, you dracula you owe
1: me money you motherfucker <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i thought that show was good and then recently they announced that daredevil is going to be getting a new season you know under disney plus uh, did you watch the daredevil show and punisher or
1: uh, i watched punisher i didn't watch daredevil
0: oh, okay yeah, so I think Daredevil will be cool, and Charlie Cox is going to come back and play, you know, Matt Murdock in Daredevil. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much. I mean, all we got. I mean, we could we could do the Xbox thing if you want, but I don't know what your time's at. Um, oh, you're
1: good. Uh, did you want to talk about Thor, She-Hulk,
0: or oh, new Black Panther? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's start with the worst of them all. Uh, She-Hulk who I kind of talked about, <laughs> I kind of talked about it on one of my recent episodes, but I, I like, I think Tatiana Maslany is going to be great for the character. I just think the CGI just looks unbearably bad. And it really makes you wonder like who let that trailer be released? You know, like it's so obvious that the CGI could be better, especially like if you look at the star Wars shows we have coming out, I mean, fucking moon Knight, you know, the CGI that they use in there didn't look terrible at all. So it's, it's, kind of mind-blowing that they let that trailer come out but like what did you think of that
1: um I just don't like Hulk in this Marvel universe I don't either yeah uh, I don't like smart Hulk I want Thor Hulk
0: back Thor yeah. Ragnarok Hulk the world War Hulk yeah that'd be cool they should do planet Hulk too I mean yeah there's just other storylines for Hulk that I think would be better and I think She-Hulk's gonna be cool. I just like I said, I just think the CGI um a little rough, you know. Look better than Halo. Hey man. Did it? Uh, uh yeah, I guess so, huh. Yeah, fucking Halo. Oof. And you didn't watch the Halo TV show. I watched
1: right? one episode. And I saw that assault rifle and it looked worse than Halo 1. So I was like, ah, checking out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. I really tried. I watched that whole series and it was terrible, but that, I already talked about that. Uh, did you see the latest Thor trailer? It came out on Monday last week. Is that the one with Natalie Portman? Well, she's in both of them, but they there's a lot more shown in the second trailer. Like a lot, I would say.
1: Uh, I believe so. I, I think I've watched both of them. Uh, but,
0: okay. I mean, that's fine. You know, What are your thoughts on that movie? And Are you excited to see it or... Man, I'm going Bale's in it. That's true. Yeah. Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher. I think it's going to be a really good movie. I hope it is. You know, I I really do. And I hope he's not like a useless villain. You know, Taika Waititi's quoted saying that he thinks it's going to be one of the best Marvel villains we've had yet. So I'm like, all right, man. Like, I believe him. You know, look what he did with Thor Ragnarok. So uh, I think we're in good hands here. I just I just hope it's really good. I think Jane Foster becoming... Thor is cool they do it in the comics you know um, she has cancer in the comics and her holding Mjolnir is the only thing that helps uh, mm. keep the cancer away when she's doing chemo and stuff and then when she takes off the armor and she puts down the hammer it actually takes away her powers again so it's kind of interesting I don't know how they're going to play that one out um, but no I'm excited for that and then um, gosh what was the other thing oh Black Panther uh, you know what are your thoughts on Black Panther so far I mean, we're, we're waiting for the trailer but You know they're quoted saying that like the whole movie's about Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther. So I don't know what they're going to do with this.
1: Yeah, I thought uh one of the guys is taking the mantle of Black Panther. Um, the guy
0: Michael B. Jordan who played Killmonger.
1: I I don't think it's Michael B. Jordan. It's uh the guy who they lived up in the mountains. I I forget his name. Oh, yeah, he he's going to be taking over the Black Panther. They said that. Uh, that's what I read in an
0: article. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I don't think that's a bad move either. I just think, you know, Michael B. Jordan would be so good if they brought him back, you know, yeah. if, if they found a way to bring him back as black Panther, I think that'd be perfect. And then him and Chadwick were friends off and on screen. So it's like, I think it'd be a cool, you know, tribute to Chadwick, but I'm very, very nervous about that movie. Cause I thought the first one was great. Actually. I thought it was a lot of fun, something different for Marvel. Um, I think Black Panther is a badass character and I love the suit. So I'd love to see, you know, where they go with it. Um, hopefully we get a trailer, you know, by the time Thor comes out in July. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else that's coming out. We have, oh, the boys. You watch the boys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the boys will be out shortly after this episode comes out because it comes out the 10th. So yeah, this episode will be out oh, before com- that. Comes out the third. Never mind. The episode's going to be out after it's out, but, uh, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on the boys?
1: Oh, I love the boys. It's just like Marvel adult rated. <laughs>
0: Marvel gone wrong, essentially. Yeah. It's it's yeah. amazing, man. It's a fucking good show. Everyone's just so talented. The, the cast, everyone's just perfectly casted for it. So uh, I'm excited to see where they go from here. Uh, it does look like they're going to be following some of the comic storyline where, you know, um, Butcher does get powers. Uh, by taking the pill. I don't I think in the comics though he keeps his powers, or maybe it's the same thing where it's only a short period of time. I don't remember. But I'm excited to see this show, man. Uh it's it's a fucking hilarious dark ass show that also has a really good storyline. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't checked out the boys yet, definitely check it out. and you know, if you're tired of like, you know the the light stories that marvel tells or whatever you know besides some of the dark ones you know i would say this show is brutal as hell so if you're trying to see people blow up uh this is the show for you for sure um there's a there's a lot of stuff out right now you got you know barry with bill hater that's on hbo obi-wan stranger things oh did um, the third season of barry finally come out yeah yeah i think we're oh, already shit. halfway through it yeah I, uh, think, I need to watch it i forgot to watch the fifth or sixth episode last night uh barry. That, Barry's a fucking great show. And then we got Love, Death and Robots season three on Netflix. Stranger Things, like I said, Obi-Wan. Boys coming out. Uh, the Miss Marvel TV show, which <laughs> it's probably going to be terrible, but I'm still going to watch it because I, I hope I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of content. And then Star Wars Celebration was also this week. Did you happen to see any of the announcements from that? Mm-mm. They just showed like Bad Batch season two. And they have a new show called Young Jedi coming out. And <laughs> it's about it's an anthology, animated anthology series that's going to go over like Ahsoka's life before she was in the Clone Wars and then Count Dooku as a Jedi and then Mace Windu and Qui-Gon Jinn. So it's like pretty badass characters. They're gonna get some backstory to them.
1: Oh, I thought it was gonna be going over the you know slaughter scene.
0: Oh, <laughs> jesus christ the so
1: skywalker what's going on what are we going to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah just fucking slaughters them all
1: i hate you
0: <laughs> yeah i've been seeing on like tiktok or like comment sections on youtube and stuff that uh, um everyone's so happy to see because christian Haydenson's there um they're so happy to see youngling slayer 3000 and i'm like jesus christ guys yeah it's it's pretty rough like someone made a video of like him looking in the crowd, and there's like a youngling, and just like making it look like he's like, "I gotta take him out." Man, you know? I was,
1: can we do a little spoiler on Obi wan
0: If it's the intro that you're talking about, then yes.
1: Okay, yeah, like the younglings running away. I was hoping it was like fucking Anakin's just you know, does the whole uh, Kylo Ren thing. You know? <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna lie, I also uh thought Anakin was actually gonna show up and they were gonna show him committing these, you know, heinous acts, as you would say. Um, because we don't know what it looked like besides the uh, hologram recording and then obviously the moment before it happened. So it would be cool to kind of see it in the flesh and be like, God damn. Yeah, he did that. Uh yeah, so there's there's a lot of content out there. And, and then like one of the okay.
1: kids team pick up the guys or the girl's lightsaber. I've been like snatchies. It gives me a little bit of a chance.
0: Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I still kind of find it interesting that like, I mean, the clones were better than stormtroopers in terms of accuracy, but it's like, man, it's a lot of Jedi to be dying by clones in that moment. I don't know. It was the five hundred first, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's up for debate. On uh, they're made of chlorine countless too low.
1: Fuck.
0: <laughs> um. And they didn't show it to the public. It was only for people who attended, but I saw like the leaked video. Uh, They did reveal the, or show off the Mandalorian season three trailer. And in the trailer, we see Bo-Katan sitting on the Mandalore throne, uh, talking to Din Djarin, who is trying to regain his status as Mandalorian. So uh, I think that, I think that show is going to be fucking amazing when it comes back next year in February. Um, so yeah, we have bad batch season two coming out at the end of the year. And I think young Jedi this year it just, it's crazy, man. It's just, it's a good time to be a star Wars fan. Like, did you see the Andor trailer too? Mm-mm. Oh, so Andor looks really good as well. You should definitely look that up when you get a chance. Um, obviously the character is dead, but it's, you know, obviously before, you know, the events of rogue one and, you know, rogue one is probably the best Disney star Wars film they've done yet. Um, uh, I think it's pretty much by a landslide too. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do with the show. I think uh I think you know, Star Wars or like Lucas films is really starting to figure out figure it out that like the prequel era and the original trilogy era is all we give a fuck about, and then just leave Mandalorian as the only, you know, post Return of the Jedi era show because well Ahsoka too is gonna be good. What? Wait a second. Yeah, because Ahsoka's in Mandalorian. Yeah. So the Ahsoka TV show will probably be after Return of the Jedi as well. So you know i'm cool with those characters and those experiences but i i do like them focusing on um you know the clone wars era and then you know the new a new hope era because i think that's the best stories you could tell in star wars yeah and then they also announced uh star wars jedi survivor survivor the sequel to jedi fallen order so i'm very very excited to see where that goes the game comes out next year and it takes place 5 years after the first game so uh Dude, honestly, a lot of Star Wars shit, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Isn't uh Force Unleashed getting a remaster too? I don't know. I hope they they openly talk about Star Killer though. Like they had Sam, we there, and they were talking about like who he plays, and they said Star Killer. So like I'm pretty sure Star is coming back. But the problem is, I was telling jared don't you think they would have like a power creep level, you know, or a power level issue because he's literally the strongest jedi there is so it's like you know how are you going to dumb that down for whatever series or video game he comes back into well the video game it wouldn't matter because you want to be powerful but like a show or a movie if he was to come back to live action your face multiverse god damn it (laughs) just start a star wars multiverse where fucking luke isn't a bitch
1: yeah god dr strange is there opening up a portal
0: yeah, and then we got fucking Captain Andor and he's got a fucking... I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> it wasn't going down a good route. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all we need, though, in our lives is a fucking Star Wars multiverse.
1: Why are there so many
0: fucking lives I say was on this motherfucking plane? Yeah. Uh, shout out to my friend Joe. He's probably never going to hear this, but he sent me a meme, too. And it's uh, Star Wars The Last Motherfucker. <laughs> it's it's nothing but uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and he's like, I'm tired of these motherfucking stormtroopers on this motherfucking Death Star. I don't Uh, remember asking you a goddamn thing. (laughs) Yeah, say Sith again. I dare you. (laughs) This is a tasty death stick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would pay so much money for a Samuel or Mace Windu, uh, Samuel Jackson movie. Just just make it as ruthless as possible. He's over here like beating the shit out of fucking jawas and whatnot there is <laughs> potential do like a a shaft in space and it's just mace windu and like it's just him on patrol i would love to see that called oh, purple haze because uh lightsaber because his lightsaber is purple i love that i'm here for it i think we should just be the creative directors at lucas films because i think we're onto a, a really good you know path here i think everybody would watch that I, yes, people would line up. It would be the first time people lined up for a movie since Endgame. Yeah.
1: We'll add Deadpool in there just for some comedy relief.
0: Yeah. Ryan Reynolds just shows up as Deadpool and he has like a pink lightsaber. It'd be great. You know, he's got a unicorn backpack on and everyone would just go to town. Just the ultimate Disney multiverse now. And then like Buzz Lightyear shows up. It'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> Somebody gets a Woody. <laughs> Stupid. um <laughs> Jesus Christ uh is there anything else coming out did me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a good song okay it's a good song um geez is there anything else that's come out i feel like there was something else i wanted to bring up today i don't remember what it was um fuck well yeah good podcasting here i don't remember Any,
1: any what games have you been playing
0: uh yeah yeah thank you i i mean because i I haven't i might just really i might just release this on wednesday now because it's kind of a you know video game and movie podcast and i really like it um i just started today you know we're recording this on memorial day i started trek to yomi today it's a 2d black and white samurai game Hmm. it's all in japanese it takes place in feudal japan and so far i gotta say i'm really fucking impressed with it and it's on game pass you should check it out i don't know if it's on pc or not but the game is very very impressive and basically because you can parry attacks you know it's definitely got you know there's some technicality to it uh it made me realize that i would actually be down for like a 2d star wars like lightsaber dueling game you know because i'm literally playing it i'm like and you know parts of Star Wars, when it comes to the lightsabers and stuff, it is based off samurais and Ronin and just some of those parts of the world. So when I'm playing this game, I'm like, damn, I could totally see like this being a 2d lightsaber, you know, Jedi game. Cause it it could literally be the same thing. The Jedi temple is getting attacked and you got to protect your other fellow Jedi. Cause that's what happens in Trek to Yomi spoilers in the first five minutes, you know, your whole village gets attacked and you're the son of your, you know, obviously your father's your sensei, you know, he's the, you know, the Lord of the town or whatever. And yeah, it, it's sick. It's sick. And then I was playing the Top Gun DLC on Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, which is free with Game Pass. Um, it's a little Top Gun expansion that has some trials that are from like the you know the parts of the movie because yeah, they had to have to do some low altitude flying in the movie. So uh, you get to do those timed courses uh, like time trials. Uh, not gonna lie, it was pretty badass. Jarrett was here playing that yesterday, and then actually, yeah, Speaking of fucking Jarrett. I bought Mario party superstars, which is just a collection of mini games and boards from the original Mario parties. Like literally, I think two boards from the first Mario party and then two boards from the second or something like that. And then over a hundred mini games that are from Nintendo 64 up to GameCube. Uh, the game's fucking fantastic. I can't recommend it enough to anybody, but you know, me and Jarrett were playing it while he was down here and this dude is getting so intense on these mini games and stuff. And it really cracks me up how anyone in the world can like pick up a Nintendo game or like these Mario games and just have so much fun and get super competitive out of nowhere. Cause Jared started flipping me off and cussing at me and it was great. I tried recording some of it on Twitch, but it didn't work out so well, but it was, it was good for sure. And then uh sniper elite five came out this week on Xbox game pass, just straight to game pass, brand new release. Um, it's all right. It's whatever. I don't know the 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 open world one no it's more of like it's world war ii and you're just fighting nazis and stuff and it's more of a linear it's like halo where like it is open missions but they there's still a linear path that you have to go Mm. through okay the game's all right so far i just think like gears of war was just such a good game when it comes to third person shooters that you know it's hard to play other games but they do have a new mode called Axis Mode, and you can actually play as a Nazi who in or an Axis soldier, whatever the fuck they call him, and actually invade someone else's world as a sniper, and you have to take them out. Oh, that's badass! Yes, I tried it yesterday without a headset on, and I got assassinated myself, so that wasn't fun. But um, Dark Souls, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I do think every game should start doing that, though, if they can fit it in properly. I do like this idea of your world being invaded by another player and you have to take them out. Like I don't know, it just it is a very cool aspect for uh, sure.
1: That'd be cool, like in Halo Spartan hunters.
0: God damn it. What a great way to bring back playable elites and then make broods playable for the first time ever. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. Yeah, you're literally playing as a fucking spec obsolete and just hunting down somebody playing as chief.
1: Yeah, you can command a squad too, like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh then we played fucking Mario Kart 64 and Jared was getting competitive and yelling at me at that too because I kept fucking with him. So that was fun. And honestly, it, it's just a testament to Nintendo. I hate them, but I love them. And all their games make people have a really good time. Uh what else have I been playing? I've just been playing Halo. Cause then the new entrenched event started. So we got the Eagle strike armor core. It's their new fantasy armor core. It's, it looks like a steampunk world war II looking armor set. Um, it's all right. The, the game mode is called land grab. So it's like domination from call of duty, but instead of holding them and getting points, it's just first to capture 11 zones wins. Mm. Um, three of them spawn at a time. And so you get down to the wire and then they only let two spawn. But it's a really good game mode that I I love a lot and it adds a lot of replayability because at any moment it can be anyone's game. If you kill the enemy team at the right moment, you can capture all three zones before they even spawn again. So it's extremely competitive and I love it. Like it should be a ranked game mode. It's so good. Uh, I don't know. I'm still having so much fun with Halo Infinite just because the gameplay. It's hard for me to go back. Like I played Call of Duty because the Godzilla event, you know, and i just was like dude like this game sucks it's so bad like i just i can't get used to it um the godzilla event was like kind of cool but it's like they just stand there they don't really do anything so it's like why did you go through all the trouble to animate and design these characters for your game and then have them fucking stand there Yeah, not even fight they don't fight kong does jump around and stuff but he doesn't like like they should have just made the monsters, the titans just do whatever they want, like kind of like Bungie with their AI, where like they haven't followed specific paths. But if they hear something or if they want to destroy something or attack something, they can do that. I just think like it's it was a missed opportunity because I would have loved to see these titans just destroy the area that you're in and then just maybe just take you out. And then there's a mecha godzilla operator, because they had operators for each, you know, Titan, like an armor set and stuff. But Mecha Godzilla is not even in the fucking DLC or the the map. Mm. So it's like I just feel like it's weird because the movie came out a year ago. You're just now doing this event, and then the event itself is kind of lackluster too, so maybe they, like the idea was like
1: put on back hold or something, and then they couldn't fully finish it so
0: oh I that's what it seems like too. It seems like all right guys, this is all we have like we need to push this out like oh okay, yeah,
1: Apex is killing us again,
0: yeah, Apex is doing really good. It's been hard to go back to that though um. I just like, I keep now that I don't play it all the time, I just get into lobbies with like apex predators and, and shit. And it's, uh, it's a little rough, but, uh, yeah, I guess I've been playing a lot of video games. <laughs> I, uh, um, I haven't been playing a lot, like as in like hours of them, but I do try to play like 30 minutes a day or, um, you know, especially halo with like those challenges right now. I definitely try to hop on for like 30 minutes to an hour a day and then just get off. So uh,
1: right. that's about
0: it. Have you been playing anything at all, or?
1: Uh, like I said, uh, I haven't really been playing anything else besides uh, Astron's Call. I got it, uh, working. Uh, it was a, a, it's a private server because all the turbine, uh, servers shut down about five years ago. So, uh, but just exactly the same, and I'm enjoying it so far that's awesome man yeah me and my dad used to play back in the day but um then i came back to it like before the server shut down and like a few months later it got shut back down (laughs) so i haven't been able to play it since
0: so essentially asheron's call is a dead game though like officially or yeah
1: yeah it's running on private servers now uh but uh, it's still a large community in there you see people running all around um, and you know with AC back in the day, they encouraged botting. Um, so like you'll have buff bots giving you a bunch of buffs uh, and then you have trade bots. Uh, you just leave them running all day and then uh, you can what I see a lot of people do is they have like five band squads like you playing one guy and uh, you got four four bots. Uh, buffing and debuffing uh mobs and attacking, so essentially, you're
0: playing five characters at once. I feel like you can't die or anything. Uh, no, you can. It just seems like so many buffs that you know, with these carrot and these bots, I mean, you must be pretty tough to kill, right? Or is it just well, like it's it's
1: like running five man uh dungeons? So,
0: oh, okay, 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 I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and then um, the level cap is 275. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they got a like a re-ranking or re-upping system.
0: Got it. Yeah, that's fucking dope, man. I I think it's so cool when you know fans you know keep servers alive for these games or they try to rebuild the games. Like right now, we got Sky Oblivion coming out. Hopefully by the end of the you know decade. Um. You know fans completely remaking Oblivion in Skyrim's engine and then improve upon it, you know. Um, I just think it's so cool, like what these people can do with their PCs and whatnot. And you know, I look at Rejected Shotgun, what he what he's been doing and you know, with the modding on Halo. Uh he's basically remaking entire maps and, and retrofitting them for multiplayer. So, like new Mombasa from Halo 2, he completely put it in Halo 3 and you can play on it and drive scarabs and fly capital ships. And it's just like it's really inspiring to see what these people do because it couldn't be more clear that these franchises mean a lot to them. And then like you specifically with Asheron's Call, you're, you've are you talked about it quite a bit over the years, I'd say. And it's really cool that you're able to go back and play it and just fucking enjoy the game that you love. You know, it's... um you know, I don't know if you're playing it because of this, but that's what I've noticed recently with myself, you know, like I know Halo Infinite lacks content, but there's something about it. I just, I love it. Like, I just, I just want to play it. You know, the gameplay is so satisfying and really, you know, um, and it really brings me a lot of joy to like play these classic games that we've been playing. Like, so do you feel that with Asheron's call or is it just, you're not interested in new, new IPs?
1: Uh, well, like the closest MMO that I liked since Asheron's call was, world of warcraft and it's really taken a shit even the classics have really been taking a a shit um and all the new mmos i've played uh i just didn't like so gotta go back to the one you truly liked yeah i never reached 275 so there's like a whole whole mountain of content that i've never did so going back it's um Really fun,
0: but do you also like naturally find yourself like wanting to just go back to some of these classic titles, or, or is there just, or is oh, yeah. it just like you said, like you know the new ones just aren't meeting expectations?
1: Yeah, I play you know like Morrowind over Skyrim any day. Um, hell, even like Elden Ring, like it's a very fun game. But I, I see myself going back to Morrowind all the
0: time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring up Elden Ring, though, because like I've been wanting to do like a bow build on it or just finish the content that I because unfortunately there's a lot that I missed on my first playthrough. Like I wasn't playing the game to beat it. I just naturally progressed to completing the game. And I saw these TikToks of like all these people fighting these bosses and whatnot. I'm like, dude, where the fuck is this lava dragon boss thing, snake boss? And I'm like, I completely missed so many boss battles. But, you know the thing about Elden Ring for me is like once you beat it, like you're never going to get that experience again of seeing everything for the first time, you know, Elder Scrolls, I think it's a little different because I knew what to expect with like Skyrim and a, not so much oblivion. Cause I, that was like my main first one, but I just think with like Elden Ring, you know, so much of it is unique to you as a you know, player who didn't play from software games. And so to, to play Elden Ring and beat it, and go back to it i'm like fuck i don't know i don't really want to play this it's uh it's been a little tough for me um so yeah i think i well actually i was playing skyrim (laughs) a couple weeks ago (laughs) i do find myself going back to elder scrolls games um because i i did want to dabble with oblivion still because i only need one set of achievements till this day um you skilled yeah man what do you want me to do ah
1: do i just need to like show you how to do it in like under two hours
0: dude i'm yeah i'm at the point now where i might just like look up a youtube video of someone doing it i'm just gonna follow every exact mo- movement and just because if i have map markers i know uh bro i am it's okay, really so tough it's, you just infinite <laughs> scroll glitch
1: you know uh a million lock picks and then there you go you just you don't even have to try block picking you just hit x. <laughs> you know Auto pick, auto pick, auto pick. Okay. We made it through. Yeah. There's like eight quests. And then you go to like one shop and completely obliterate their stock and just fence it. And then you're good for however many quests it is. I think it's seven or eight.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's so easy.
0: I know it's easy, dude. And you've been telling me it's easy for like four or five years now, because it's literally the only set of achievements I've needed for probably the last eight or nine years. Um, I don't know. I just, I did want to ask that question though. Cause I, like, like I said, lately when it comes to like Xbox and whatnot, I really find myself enjoying games that have already existed for a while. Or even if they may be sh- shortcomings on their previous entries, I still enjoy them quite a bit. Cause I'm not really looking forward to anything. And then Starfield got delayed. So you know mm-hmm. that's a little rough um but yeah so that's pretty much it uh what were yeah you gonna
1: they had to dumb it down you know it takes it takes a while to dumb it down
0: <laughs> come on uh one of the developers was quoted saying that they felt like they had another cyberpunk on their hands if they released it in november so that's pretty bad um i don't want that i don't want bethesda to go down that route they've already done enough bad stuff they need to go back up you know, I mean, Alex is making a face right now. He has no faith in Bethesda. He just thinks it's going to be Skyrim times two in space. No. Rome fell in a day. <laughs> <laughs> Bethesda's fine. They got Indiana Jones coming out, Starfield, Redfall. They got some good games coming out. They'll be all right, I think. Let's see? I know. I'm scared. We the fucking showcase is literally in two weeks. So. I guess we'll find out what they got planned um, or what gameplay they have to show us from there. I'm scared. You see that star over there? You can fly to it. <sighs> oh, Todd. If, if, if it's Pete talking about it, I'm going to be pissed. I want Todd to talk about Starfield. Actually, he probably will. It's like his baby right now. Um, all right. Well, that's all I pretty much got for today. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, it just works. It just works, everybody. Yeah, Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. We're gonna head out of here, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. See See you.